street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Sometimes he doesn't answer my prayers, but most of the time he does. And I've just learned to just, like I said, I just trust him. He's, it's a friendship. It's a friendship. If he's real or if he's imaginary, I can't say that. I don't know. I just know that for me, it works. Hmm. Okay. It's something that works. Okay, if I record it? Sure. Awesome. All right. So, what was your name? I'm Alvin. Alvin. Yeah, of course, yeah. With an A? Yeah. A-L-V-I-N? Uh-huh. Awesome. Okay. Um, my name's Eddie. Sorry. Hey, <laughs> so, um, what I, yeah, so what I do is I just have short interviews with random people, and um, some examples, I can give you some examples of what people talk about, um, but the, in, the interviews are more interesting if it's something that you really think is true, and it is like a founda foundational belief Meaning, like, if you woke up tomorrow without that belief, it would change the way you acted and, or something like that. Um, so I can give you some examples, or you, if you have something in mind, you can pick it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Catholic. Catholic? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm a spirit-filled Catholic. Okay. Which means I've got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> if and, uh, and, uh, uh... If I were to wake up without my belief, I would probably be pretty lost. Okay. Because it, uh, uh, my life pretty much centers around what I believe, and it helps me cope with whatever comes my way. Is uh, reading that word and staying in the word and and uh, just. That's it. Mm. Okay. You know, I stay in the Word. I stay in the Word. I read every day. And uh, more or less for an exercise. Just an exercise to keep myself current on what the what, uh, Holy Spirit may be saying by feeding myself the right stuff. Okay. My brain. Do you think... Uh, let me repeat it back what you just said. Sure. And just to make sure I'm understanding it. Sure. Um, you're a Catholic... And you, you said you're a spiritual spirit Catholic? Filled, spirit spirit filled. filled. Okay. Let me write that down. Um, so, you, you're a spirit-filled Catholic, and this belief helps you cope with, with just life in general? Yes. Okay. Um, do you think others can cope with life as without that that belief yes i think they can i think that people that are uh atheists can find ways to cope without using faith faith makes it easier for me but uh, i don't hold it against anybody for what they don't believe i pray for them that at some point they'll discover uh 
that Jesus Christ is the solution for most of our problems if we'll use his word most of most of what we're dealing with is in there I'm not really sure how to say it all but uh, I pray for people to be saved I do okay in fact I pray I was praying a little while ago just on the way up here that God would use this place this church this uh, park as a meeting place for people to get to know Christ okay um, if we were to put this um, belief in a um, in like a truth claim format, um, so something like um, Catholicism is true, or Jesus Christ is um, is true, or something like that, um, you can phrase it however you'd like. But could you put that in like a a truth claim format? For me. Uh, the Catholic Church has been a uh, it's been a a refuge and my faith in the Catholic Church has grown very much so in the last few years than it did in the first I'm cradle Catholic and uh, I went for a while I went away from the church for a while I didn't go I didn't go into the world I went to a different faith I went to a Baptist church then mm -hmm. I went to a Spiritfield Church, and then I came back to the Catholic Church. But in a truth format, for me, like I, I, I guess, I think I think that the Catholic Church is the true. I think it's the true Church, or I think it's the original Church. I guess that's the right word I'm trying to yeah. say. And I think that all other faiths sprung from Catholic, not not necessarily Christians, because not everybody's a Christian. We've got Muslims. We've got people that believe in a lot of different things like Hinduism and stuff yes, like that yes and uh, my prayer is that they'll find Christ but I'm not real strong on witnessing I'm not real strong on witnessing I'm a prayer I pray hmm. but I don't do a whole lot about witnessing so I'm off track from what you said <laughs> no worries I think what you're, it would it be okay for you if the truth claim would be Jesus Christ is uh or, or the Catholic God is real and true. Would yeah. that be like basic, yeah. but for me, he is real and true. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, I want to get a sense of your confidence in this in this belief. Um, I use a scale from zero to hundred. Zero meaning you have all questions, no confidence. You're not even you don't even think this is true. Hundred percent being, I have all confidence, no question, no doubt at all. I cannot be mistaken about this. Uh, so that, that would be 100. Where do you find yourself on that scale? Probably 85. 85? Okay. Um, I have questions. In regards to to the, the Catholic, Catholic God being faith, real and true? Uh, yeah, well, I know he's real and true, but I have questions to some of the practices in the Catholic Church. Yeah. I'm not so much concerned. I don't fully understand. I'm not so much concerned about the the practice necessarily, but the that belief that the Catholic God is real and true. Yeah. Where would you find I'm, yourself? I'm I'm confident that He's real and true. I would say 100 percent on that. 100 percent. Okay. So what is um, the main reason you are 100 percent confident in that belief? Because I've tried it. I've tried Him. I've been in situations, many situations, more than I could number where I have uh, had a hopeless 
outcome and I have called out to him and he has miraculously made things happen to my benefit and uh, I will say miraculous because they came from sources unexpected in many different situations they came from sources unexpected and they were answered in a timely manner sometimes at the last minute but they were answered and I, that's really why I have my confidence in the Catholic God is because when I've gone to him for things that I needed or things that other people needed people I was praying for and I saw him move in a miraculous way to uh, heal that person if they had cancer or and he doesn't always do it with an, uh, a supernatural healing. Sometimes he does it through, through chemotherapy or whatever they're going through. Mm. But I've seen him. I've seen him answer my prayers. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and uh, a lot of times I've been in impossible situations where I had no way of accomplishing something, and he has made that way happen. So that's why my confidence is in him because okay. I've tried him and he's been he's proved himself true on my behalf. If if you could imagine that in those situations that are so prominent that he is working in your life, let's just say if that, if those things didn't happen, would you be less confident? Probably. Okay. Probably. Could you think of the best example um, of him working in your life, like um, an answered prayer, like? the example that it's it's the most clear that he was there sure uh, one few years well quite a few years ago I was working here in Tyler and my wife and I were separated she was in San Antonio I was here in Tyler and uh, I had received a burden in my spirit for her that I needed to go and get her and bring her back but I had no way to do it I was working but I wasn't making enough money to go out and get her and bring her back and uh, I prayed about it and I gave him a price if you can get me a ticket for this amount of money I will fly down to San Antonio and I'll drive her back and I didn't know that that night that I the day I arrived she had purchased pills to take her own life and I didn't know that but that's the way that's the way it worked out and when I got there to her and of course you know the ticket the ticket came to the price I had quoted him and uh, I was able to go I was able to go to San Antonio and meet her and drive her back and the whole time she was coming back she said she didn't want to come back she didn't want to come back but she continued to pack and make ready to come back and mm -hmm. she came back and when she came back she received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and uh, her life made a total change for the better. How, uh, how did you get the ticket? I, I, uh, I, I uh, started calling some ticket agencies, and uh, I had I had a certain amount of money. I only had like maybe 150 bucks, and I knew that I had to have money to come back to drive back on. So, and I had already had us a place to stay. We already had a place to stay. So the, the, I called some travel agencies, and the, and the last travel agency I called had a ticket for 85 bucks, And it was a, it, it a one-way ticket, but I called her. The ticket was made available. I picked it up. I didn't even have a way to the airport. Uh, and some friends called me wanting to know 
if I wanted to hang out with them. And I said, no, well, I can't have time. I don't have time to hang out. I'm going to Tyler to pick up my wife, which they were excited about because they wanted to see the marriage restored. Anyway, uh, uh, I got the hmm. ticket to a travel agency. During um, that whole experience, where did you see that God was involved? Was it the the ticket being available for you to purchase, or was it the um, the timeliness of the situation, or how did how did you see Him influencing something? Well, for one thing. I only had a certain amount of money I could spend, and it was a minimal amount of money. I mean, the tickets were $150 to $200 to go, and uh, to find one at that price was surprising, uh, and I just did it by faith. I just started calling by faith. I said, if it's God's will to go, somebody will have one for me. and. Uh, I felt like God had opened that door at the price I had quoted him that I could afford. And then when I got to San Antonio on the way back, she was telling me about uh, uh, her, she showed me the pills that she had purchased to take her own life. And I saw that again as more confirmation that God was orchestrating this so mm. that I would get there at the right time to keep her from doing something she would regret. And. Uh, Okay, so let's just say, hypothetically speaking, if the situation was you actually didn't have enough money to get the ticket, mm -hmm. which resulted in you not going over there, and and she, and in this situation, this hypothetical scenario, she wasn't planning to take her own life. Would would that be an indication that God wasn't involved in anything? No, uh, I had had a burden to go and get her, or I had a heaviness in my spirit about it that I needed to go and get her and bring her back. If if it hadn't if it hadn't have worked out, I would have probably tried something else to go and get her. If 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 I hadn't gotten the ticket, I could have borrowed a car and gone down there. I had certainly had enough money for fuel to and from. Is it possible? For all these, for all that to play out, where you bought the ticket and you went over there and you got her and you, and you came and you brought her back, is it possible for that to happen without God intervening? It's possible. It's possible. Uh, I, th I thought it was. A I didn't think it was coincidental that mm. I only had a certain amount of money I could spend, and and, and that that certain specific amount was what he. But he provided that ticket for me. I just felt like things were exact. Mm. They were provided in an exact form for me okay. to give me a confirmation that I was hearing correctly and doing the right thing. And he was providing a way for me to bring her back and get that restored. How would you tell the difference between it being a coincidence mm -hmm. and it and God intervening? Could you tell, how would you go about determining which one is more? One, one of them would be my just making a decision to do something without consulting him or asking him for help. Uh, 
if I had just determined on my own, with my own decisions to do this, mm -hmm. I don't know that I, I don't know that the ticket would have been provided at that price. I don't know that, I mean, somebody else could have purchased a ticket before I got to it, because it was the last ticket available. From what I understood, it was the last, on that flight, it was the last, the last seat available on that flight to Houston. Um, so you're saying that it's just incredibly um, rare that that would be the situation if God wasn't involved? That's yes. Okay. It's for him to answer specifics and to do things in a specific way, a specific nature. Hmm. Um, so I just, I just felt like he was, he was answering my prayers. I, I asked him for help. I asked him, look, I need to go get a friend. I need you to help me. Uh, I've got so much money. Mm -hmm. This is what I've got to work with, and if you're, if it's your will, you'll help me. And he just did. He just did. I guess my question is, how did you determine that situation wasn't just a coincidence, a coincidence and maybe God wasn't involved? Is there a way you could distinguish between the two? Not particularly. Not particularly. Just, just about questioning, questioning him and getting answers. I mean, it's it's that simple. If if there's no way for you to distinguish between a coincidence that may be very rare um, and God being involved, can you really be? confident that he was involved I'm confident that he was involved it's not the first time he's done many things for me uh, many things I know one, yeah. one 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 another particular instance was a little old man that had cancer in his mouth and he was getting radiation treatment on his mouth and his mouth was all black on the inside and we had prayed for him my mother and my sister and I had prayed for him along with his wife and he came back two weeks later and he had not been to get any treatments and his cancer was gone they were going to remove three quarters of his tongue is and, it and it just things like that yeah that 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 confirmed for me that god is there and he's answering he's he's working on my behalf if if i'll if i'll just listen in that example can cancer go into remission on its own? I don't think that it'll go into remission on its own without help. Uh, so, I think if you've got to have a treatment of some kind to make it retreat, but I don't think that cancer is something that will retreat on its own. I just don't think it will. If you met somebody that had cancer uh -huh. and no one prayed for them, uh -huh and that cancer went into remission and went away. Okay. Would that change your mind about it doing it by itself? No, I would still say that God did it. Okay. I would still say okay. that God did it, whether that person could acknowledge it or not, mm. or whether that person would be even willing to approach it that way, I would still say that God God had mercy on that person and, and caused it to, re to retreat. How did you determine that God was involved? 
because we again it's 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 that same it's that same principle where we asked mm -hmm. three of us three or four of us agreed about it in prayer and we trusted God to do it and he just did it okay and so, and, and so it was a basically a, a question and a result okay let me ask you this then um, if God wasn't involved in that situation would you have a way to determine that? So in the same sense, the other example of coincidence, if if God wasn't uh, working, would you notice? If I if I if if I'm not really sure how I would do that because sometimes God uses uh, disasters like that for His own glory. He does different things. He doesn't always heal. He does different things with it, like uh, Johnny Erickson Tata, who uh, is handicapped, and she has le uh, been a leader in this nation for handicapped people to provide wheelchairs to help people with handicap, and hers was never healed. She expected to be healed from her neck injury that she had had and to be totally restored, but she never was. So she took what she had, a negative circumstance, and she made it work for good. Mm, okay. So even though she could, even though even though her prayer wasn't answered, she wasn't given the liberty to move freely because she was a quadriplegic. So I guess what I'm hearing you saying is, if you pray for something and it happens, it's confirmation that uh, God was involved. But if you pray for something and it doesn't happen. That's not deconfirmation de that it, he wasn't involved. It's just he's working a different, a different way. way. He's doing so different. I guess what I'm asking is, do you have any way to determine that God had no involvement at all, whether it's another I, situation? I don't, I don't. It's just a matter of faith. It's just a matter okay. of believing how I believe. Okay. I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have a way to determine whether he if it was you know coincidental or what I wouldn't have a way to determine that I choose to believe that he is at work and I choose to believe that he is answering prayers but someone else might not feel that way yeah and I can't hold it against them I can pray for him but I can't hold it against them do you think having faith that something is true is a reliable way to determine that it's true? I think that faith is a very powerful uh, asset to somebody that knows how to use it. Faith, and, it, and it's not just faith in the Christian faith. I mean, if you have faith in getting a college education mm -hmm. and it's not based on God at all. You just have faith that you're going to accomplish it and you keep working at it. Because I know people that do that. Like determination. That are not Christian. They just do it out of their own mm. guts. They've got the guts to get it done. And they've got the guts to go through whatever they need to go through to get their goals accomplished. Okay. So, like, if someone had faith that they are going to get, like, a Ph.D. in, uh, in, in something and they're determined... Um, is it possible that they may not reach their goal? It's a possibility, but uh, I think that if they're determined, they can accomplish it. Hmm. Uh, maybe 
sometimes people don't get all the way to the end. You know, they don't know they don't always accomplish exactly what they're after, but they'll accomplish something le not not exactly that, but something different. They might change they might change their major mm -hmm. and do something different and not get a PhD. So in that in that example, they would know even if they didn't make it, they 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 still got pretty pretty far and they got something out of it. But they would still know that they where they where they stood and 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 what the result was. I guess what I'm saying is, is there anything that people could not conclude is true using faith? Mm, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know how to answer that. Can people have faith in something that is actually not true? Sure they can. Sure they can. Is there is there a way for you to determine that I guess if if someone can have faith in something and you can use it for almost anything and those conclusions and beliefs are not uh, they can they're contradictory in a sense like you can have faith in another god or you can have faith that there are no god there are no gods uh -huh. or something like that i guess my question is is faith a reliable way to come to truth for me it is i don't know if it would be for everyone for me it is uh, I know that people that usually get, I don't have a college education, people that get a college education, they get a lot of information from different sources, and a lot of them don't believe in God. A lot of them don't believe in God and don't believe in Christianity. Uh, and, and they're still accomplishing their goals. They're still accomplishing their goals without, without that. But, but I, again, I say that's faith. That's faith. They have faith in themselves to accomplish it. And they have faith that they can achieve the goal, so they just keep on working at it until they accomplish it. It's so, not it's not faith in Christ, but it's yeah. faith in themselves. But I guess let's say someone had faith that there were no gods, or someone had faith sure. that the Hindu gods were real. Are they just as correct as you, or or is one of you more correct? I think that I think that I am correct but then that's just based on my experience what I've experienced yeah. they 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 I might think that they're incorrect but it's not my place to tell them they're incorrect if I yeah. if, if I see somebody that's doing something like for instance some people practice witchcraft uh, I, I know I know a lot of people that practice witchcraft and I can't uh, I can't I don't challenge them on it. I pray for them, but I don't challenge them on it. I let them do what they're going to do, and I just pray that at some point they'll find a way to uh, get on what I would call the right track, which is yeah. Christ Jesus and God the Father. So, when when I said that is faith reliable if it can be used to reach things that aren't true? Is it a reliable method to to reach truth? If that happens, and you said that your faith is true, and and not everyone else's faith is true, I guess my question is, why does your faith reach 
reliable in the sense that it can reach the truth and other people's faith is not uh, as reliable well I guess it depends on what you see as truth what you perceive as truth some people see truth as no as you say as there are no gods that we're just on this earth and we have to fight it out for ourselves I'm off track again. Yeah, I guess let me try to pinpoint Sorry. the question. Yeah. If if people can have faith and it can lead them to incorrect conclusions, is faith as a method to reach truth something that you can rely on? Well, it is for me. I can't say for other. I can't say for anybody else, but it is for me. How did you determine that your faith is is reliable when you use it, but not reliable when someone else uses it? Because my prayers get answered. Okay. In other words, there's a result. It's not just it's not just a, a yeah. It's not just a method. It has positive results. Yet, when we talked about your prayers being answered, we 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 talked about distinguishing whether God was involved or not and you said that was a matter of faith yeah it depends on it just depends on how people believe uh, I think that my I think that my my way works at least it works for me I can't like as, as I said earlier I can't I can't speak for somebody else yeah I mean I have a I have a sister there's only two of us my sister and I she doesn't believe the way I believe and uh, she is we have a lot of differences but I choose to accept her where she is mm -hmm. and accept her differences even though she doesn't believe the way I believe yeah I guess we can uh, we we all have the right to believe what we want and and respect is definitely something that everyone can do I guess my question is it seems as if your your experiences um, that answer your prayers um, you you may not be able to tell if God wasn't involved there's no feedback loop that you have to determine that God isn't involved and it's more of like a perspective you have that he is and it's not like a testable one where you could figure out if he isn't and it well, that's seemed, true. I couldn't yeah. figure out if he wasn't involved. I, I wouldn't know how to figure out if he wasn't involved. Yeah. So it seems the foundation of it is faith. That you have faith that he is involved, even though you may not be able to test it. And so I guess my question is, if the foundational reason of why you believe he's involved in prayers and is real and true is, is faith, and we... And People can have faith in other things and come to different conclusions. Is faith reliable to come to truth? Well, it is for me. It is for me. I have, I have faith in some things and I don't have faith in other things. You know, I can't say that it's... You know, there's some things I have faith for, there's some things I don't have faith for. Do you have a different way to use faith than other people that determines that it's it, it reaches truth for you and not truth for other people? No. 
I guess so what like what is the difference between someone having faith in a different God and you having your faith in yours? Why is your why does faith work to reach truth for you, but it doesn't work for them? Well, I've searched for truth. When I was younger, I was searching for truth. I went to several different churches searching for truth to understand why I was here and what was my purpose and what was going to be the end result of all these efforts and was it all worthwhile and what was going to be the payback, what was going to be the, the reward for all of these efforts and if I was going to serve God, what was I going to get out of it, was I going to get anything out of it. Uh, I, I went through all those questions and, uh, and, and searching and what I have found, frankly, is in all the different churches I've been to, they're, they're all connected. They're all connected to one God and to one Christ Jesus. Now, I have not gone into witchcraft or I haven't gone into the Hindu mm -hmm. religion or any other faith, faith religions, but I found that in all these different churches where I was involved at, they all have one common line that they believe in God, they believe in Jesus Christ, and they. The, the, I guess it's tradition as much as it is anything. Hmm. It's tradition as much as it is anything how I was raised. And I was raised in two different faiths. You know, my mother was a Pentecostal and my father was a Catholic. They were opposed to one another. But as time has gone on, I've found that they have more similarities than they have differences. And I, I amalgamate all of them into one and just choose which church I'm going to attend and what I'm going to practice. I know I'm not answering your question. <laughs> no worries. It's interesting. So, if you, if you can swap out faith for solid evidence, whatever it happens to be, would you prefer that um, over something else so like if you were to have solid evidence that God was in uh, was here and involved and you could test it and things like that would you prefer that over faith or would you I think that I think that I would prefer faith yeah. over over the solid evidence because faith keeps me growing and keeps me well that's the only word I can think of is growing there's a lot of times when I don't get my prayers answered. I mean, there are times when my prayers are not answered, and I have to wait. Sometimes he doesn't answer them immediately. Sometimes he answers them ten years later. I've seen him do that before. So not everything is an instant answer. It's not instant yeah. gratification. But I would, I would choose faith over a solid evidence is what I would do just because, I guess because I've lived that way. Hmm. For a lifetime, it's I'm I'm uh, accustomed like, to it. Accustomed to it. Okay. Okay. So last questions, and we can wrap it up. And I I appreciate the uh, the talk. So way over five or ten minutes. So okay. thank you for your time. Let's let's just hypothetically say that you were mistaken about this belief okay. that God wasn't involved, or maybe God wasn't uh, wasn't there at all. Okay. How would you go about discovering that? Well, I'd have to test it. I'd have to try to do things on my own without asking his 
for his help and see if I could get the same results without his assistance. If you were able to do that, would that, would that conclude to you that he may not be there? If the prayer, if, if, the, if I achieve the results, it might do that. Interesting. Do you, do you recognize that other people can do that without? Yes, I recognize that a lot of other people do do that. Hmm. A lot of other people do. They, they achieve their goals without God. A lot of people do. But I, I'm codependent on him. I depend on him. Interesting. He's he's uh he's my my partner and he's the one who keeps me on the straight and narrow and I guess it's a friendship. For me it's a friendship. He's trustworthy. He doesn't always answer my prayers. Sometimes my prayers are not correctly prayed. Sometimes they're for my own selfish gain or my own selfish reasons instead of for the good of the whole or for the good of someone else. Sometimes he doesn't answer my prayers, but most of the time he does. And I've just learned to just, like I said, I just trust him. He's, it's a friendship. It's a friendship. If he's real or if he's imaginary, I can't say that. I don't know. I just know that for me, it works. Hmm. Okay. It's something that works. I gotcha. All right. Well, thank you so much for the talk, sure. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. What was your name? My name's Eddie. Eddie, yes, yeah. Eddie. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.